Hi, Ben here. I uh, thought I should add a little note to the beginning of this episode that uh, basically we recorded this back in July of 2020. It's now February 2021. So uh, there have been a few releases for Jung since then, which may have changed some of this uh, information. Um, we also talk a little bit at the end of the episode about our intentions to do more of these. Uh, that is still the case. Uh, obviously, it's been a bit of a crazy year, so... We are aiming to try and achieve some sort of more regular output um, over the coming months. Personally, I've got a, an extension about starting the house and uh, so on. So, uh, and I'm operating out of like four different premises with the business. So things are still a little bit uh, crazy. So uh, bear with us, I guess. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Robot Dice Explosion podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ollie. And we are going to do another quick uh, model focus for Bushido. Uh, this week, I, uh, I've i literally just opened the browser tab to look at the card, uh, but that doesn't matter because it's someone that Ol has somewhat fallen in love with recently. It's... And he's a fundamental simple model, honestly. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's Jung Minato of... Funnily enough, the Jung Pirates. Um, it's it's the anchor of the faction, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is why people listen. All I know, jokes. I know. It, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like on the face of it, he is. He's uh, one of the three captains. Yeah. He's so he's 20, one of. Yeah. He's twenty-five speed sick. Yeah. So he's, he's turning up with form Lee skill. Uh, he can boost it. Uh, he's got a good key generation of two and can store up to eight. I mean, range he, of three is relevant and he's got seven wounds. So he may as well yes. be Minamoto in that regard. Except he has no armor. Well, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, but I mean, his weapons is really where it's at. If you think yeah. about it. Okay, um, so he's got an anchor, a really big anchor. Uh, uh, <laughs> whether he throws it or uh, hits you in combat with it, it's brutal one. Uh, and he's got powerful attack zero and push attack zero in melee, which uh, any special attack which is zero on a form melee pool model is uh, really good. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah, real terrifying. Especially when one of them is powerful attack, he's getting plus one with the anchor. I think yes. last edition the anchor might have been plus two. Um, yeah, I can't quite remember. I, I'll, I'll I'll take the plus four. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, exactly. So I mean, it, it being powerful attack zero, you run that unless you need to push someone out of the zone. Basically, and, yes. Like it just default to it. It, uh, it also just briefly, but it ties into his. Um, so all the captains have a a, a thing to give to Kaisoku models. Yes, and he give, he gives out powerful attack as well. But it's powerful attack one. Yeah. That's which... one of those things where if a Kaizoku is in a position where like he's against a model which is down to one die, he could, you know, he could roll two dice and attack with powerful attack one, I guess, if he wants to finish yeah. them off. 
it it does to my mind make him the least useful like captain captain he's the one who does the yeah. least for his list i think yeah agreed uh i quite like that he clearly has installed some kind of weightlifting gym aboard the ship in fact well, it's not a ship it's the docks isn't it yeah he's, so, he, he's a dock worker yeah which makes it even more weird that he's carrying an anchor around but I remember when, uh, so I sculpted this guy way back for uh, oh, Rise of the Kage, the expansion. Yeah. Uh, Docks of Ryu. And he was just called Dock Master in, uh, before he was given a name and stuff. So that checks out. Yeah. I mean, it's almost ironic that he's got an anchor. A little bit. The, <laughs> the boat doesn't need it, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah he can, he got. I was going to say to go with his uh, his massive beat stickness, he is fearless, mm-hmm. which is important um, because he has no other way of supporting his list in terms of morale, really. Yeah, yeah. And he is melee prowess one, mm-hmm. again reinforcing the whole. I'm going to hit you really hard in the face. Yeah. Just quickly, his uh, who's his first mate. Oh, it's um. Oh, what's his face? The guy with the Indeed. monkey. Oh my God, I can't remember his name. I'm literally looking at the list right now, and oh, there's two pages to the list now of models yes. on the on the wiki. There he is, Yuji. Yes, that, that explains why I couldn't say his name. Uh, okay, I, we, we can come back to him. But what actually, I guess, what's worth noting is that. Uh, whilst Minato doesn't really concern himself with uh, the troops, that's what Yuji does. Yes. Yeah, um, he's sort of offloaded it to his second in command. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, uh, yeah, back to Minato for now. Uh, so, so he can also throw his anchor uh, yes. three inches, always medium range. Yes. Now, with melee skill three, uh, that means you know, what a target of five. Sorry, yeah. uh, range pull three. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, it's, it's... I mean, because he's brutal, mm-hmm. that's quite a big thing on range attacks. Yeah. So it's it's really more like close range on everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, so before we get into the key feat, which has relevance, um, I guess like... <laughs> Him being able to throw the anchor means that he doesn't have to commit himself to a melee to do yeah. similar levels of damage as he, he would he, do in that melee. Yeah, he can he can put out quite a lot of damage while being really safe. Yeah. And even if he does end up in combat with someone he doesn't want to be in combat with, he can hopefully push attack them away. Um, although the trouble with that is it's not really a defensive thing. You know, if, they, if, if it's not his turn, if he's not the active model, yeah. Uh, but then he's still melee skill four um, with prowess melee because he is a samurai, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, his, his main defense is really the fact that he's quite scary. Yeah. The, the so, fact is that you're going to be rolling in defense against it. Yeah. Most models. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so, uh, so his key feats largely are just in support of his weapon. Uh, Pretty much. Batter allows him to give stunned markers in melee. Uh, that, Crucially, that f- it's until the end phase. Yeah. Uh, it's models wounded by the attack, but I, 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't, you, you're the one who used him the most, but to me, this one seems a little bit. Uh, if he if he's outclassed, or or simply outgunned, like if he's in combat with like Rashka or something. Yeah, this gives him a, an option to be like, well, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm not going to one shot this guy. This gives me the option to. I want, yeah, I want to use batter. I very, I frequently don't. Yeah. Um, and it's mostly because of partly smite, which is his other two cost key feat, which gives him slam attack. So mm-hmm. if he really wants someone to not be there, he can just slam them. Yeah. But it's well, mostly because of his third key feat. Circuit okay, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to that in a second. I just want okay. to mention about Smite. Yeah. It's, slam, it's slam attack zero, of course. So, like, yeah. again, again, he doesn't have any special defenses. So, he's entirely reliant just on melee pool and a reroll from prowess as far as defense goes. Oh, and intimidation generally, of course. Yeah, but, yeah. It, it's more like the slam attack is more like sort of an active defense type thing. You can go in early, slam someone away, and then that's probably their turn. Honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. great for uh, pushing people out of uh, out of zones again. Yeah, uh, and of course, slam makes people prone at the end of it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, which is great if you want to set up the classic Jung Kaizoku dog pile. Yes. Oh, you're Although on the ground. Normally, yeah, normally you pull people towards you to do that, but still an option. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a jungle list. You're bound to have. Oh, I don't know, a handful of spare models lying around. Mm-hmm. Um, who can right. then just pile in afterwards? Let's get to the main event. So, yes. like you said, Circular Strike, it's three key. Um, so he's doing it every other turn if he wants to. Uh, he's doing it every other turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well, suddenly... there's basically no channel in, uh, in, in Junk. So No. Uh, he can't do it in base to base, which is unsurprising because it's basically a ranged attack, and he can do it once per turn. Again, unsurprising. Uh, so yeah, he it's we see this on. I think it's Babata's got circular strike as well. He basically yeah. makes his melee attack against all models in, uh, Ra- Ra- in, in range, range attack. Hmm. Range attack against all models. Uh, worth. Hmm, I'm not sure. It's... Does he make it against friendly models as well? Oh yes. Oh, yes. So you have to be a tiny bit careful. Yeah. I'm just going to double check. <laughs> well, it specifically said says each model. So I've, def- I've definitely been playing it as he hits friendlies as well. Yeah, I'm just going to check. So he makes a ranged attack, not a ranged attack action. Um, ranged attack. Target an enemy model is step 1B. Interesting. So he actually doesn't hit friendly models rules as written. Well, that certainly makes him more powerful. Yeah. I had actually always assumed that he hits friendlies. Um, That may be the intent. It may just be a side effect of uh, the range attack uh, wording. Yeah. And, of course, I suppose there is the standing thing that uh, cards overrule core rules. Yeah. So each model, it might need a specification of friendly separately. Anyway, I'll leave that to Jason. Yeah, I know he'll listen to this and then uh, tell us what we've missed. So <laughs> leave that one up. Yeah. So um, either way, either, either you're going to have to be very careful about placement of your other models, uh, leaving them basically outside of three inches of him, or uh, or you don't care and he's terrifying. Uh, 
I've I've certainly done several attacks where I've just gone like I'm gonna hit three or four of my opponent's model and one or two of my own, and that's fine. Well, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just like oh, that's just I can't engineer it better. I'll take it. Yeah, so I, you used this against me when we were play testing the Wolf Clan, the Tanaka uh, yes. Clan, and you used it because I'd screened uh, the the main uh, the Alpha. I can't remember her name. Yeah, off the top of my head, I'll look it up in a sec. Um, I'd screened her from his attentions by uh, putting like a couple of wolves in front. I think. Yes. And you just popped that, and because because it doesn't. Um, because you still had line of sight to her, like, yeah. You still you still hit her. I think you killed a wolf and took her down to like one wound or something. Yeah, like it, it it was fairly brutal. Yeah, it's uh, Tsuki. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was unpleasant. I couldn't. Uh, I also couldn't uh, bodyguard with the wolf because it couldn't see Tsuki. I, I messed up <laughs> yeah, my that, placement. That, 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 that was several things about that specific attack that was like, oh well, everything worked out brilliantly for me. In my defence, it was my first time facing this Minotaur. I faced him in the previous edition. And yeah. It was my first time playtesting a new faction. So, yeah. Know. Oh no, no, that was mitigated. <laughs> but I think I think it actually goes to the core of what makes him scary, mm. because there's plenty of beat stick models at twenty rice that will hit you really hard. That's not yeah. really that special. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that he can deal significant damage at range yeah it's not very it's not very far range like he's, he's not Bosembo who's going to shoot you from across the table but he can he can so when we first started talking about his range attack it's like well he can put out similar damage at range as he would in melee like his success yeah. level is probably not going to be as high that's just you know that's just range attacks in this game but uh, when he can then do it to multiple enemy models, yes. if, you, if your opponent's messed up, he could, yeah, he could be hitting four of four, four of them. And if yeah. if you if there are four of them in range, it's likely that it's a horde list, so they're cheaper models. So they he could literally kill four models in a swing. Yes. Yeah, I mean he he can the the spike damage he can he can do is quite horrific, mm. especially when it's like oh we're fighting over a zone. Guess what? You're gonna have to clump up. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't want him anywhere near his own, as as his opponent. No, that's that's problematic. So yeah, like you say, he's a pretty straightforward model. I mean, this might end up being my sh- our shortest uh, model focus so far. But he he wants to hit you. He wants to hit you really hard, and he's probably gonna do it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think the the interesting thing with him is actually is that there are several very specific builds that change him quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, to start with, let's let's quickly do his theme. Okay, give me a second. Just load that up because that actually has some fairly significant implications for him. So profile card, Docs of Ryu. Okay, Docs of Ryu. Yes. So it is the most restrictive. It's the most restrictive theme. Uh, You're basically restricted to all the humans. None of the wacky stuff. No. Well, none of the aside uh, aside from other than a guy with an anchor and Cammy. Oh yeah, sure. You get to bring Cammy, which is odd, but sure. Um, 
and it it has as most themes it has two benefits one of them is not amazing it's actually pretty poor if your opponent has more victory points than you you may risk tribute an additional two key tokens amongst friendly jungle models in the key generation step it does allow you it does allow you to do um, circular strike every turn but you have to be behind yeah yeah um so and honestly i find that most of the models in his list don't actually need to spend that much key no well this is the interesting thing about his theme is it sort of it, it mirrors in some ways or it apes his uh his profile card where actually both the benefits probably benefit him the most yes because the other benefit is that a model gained tireless and when you look at the available models uh he's the one you give it to every time uh, I mean, Lua would have been uh, an option, but now he has uh, Endurance, like all Buto. Yes. So you wouldn't. No. It's, 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 it's uh, you know, minimal game. Yeah. And unlike, I think, the other two themes where you might actually run those themes without the captain, hmm. I don't see why you would bother running this without Minato. No, I mean, who's the next option for, for putting Tyler's on after after him and Lua? And I don't think you would even bother with her. I mean, it's maybe Yuji. Yeah, because... which is just not that interesting. Yeah. Because he's not really a frontline fighter in that way. No. So, I, I mean... mean I it could... might help protect him a bit, I suppose. Well, not... I, I, well, yeah. I, I could see some options further down the line with if we get more fighty Kaisoku models or... Uh, some more fighty, less supporty Kami, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So basically, you're you have the option of running him in theme, mm-hmm. with a very restricted list, but him being tireless, or yeah. running him in say order for battle, or what's the one with all the captains, uh, where you have uh, a much yeah conclave conclave yes where you have a much more interesting list choices but he's not tireless yeah so so that's basically your first build choice i've been running him as tireless it makes him really good yeah yeah you essentially end up building the list around he's going to hit the things you want to be dead the kaizoku are there to do any actual objective stuff i mean you know like we say you can push people out of zones you can push people off objectives um but he's definitely best spent straight murdering people. Yeah, or just countering scary model on your opponent's side. Yeah, so like you mentioned Fearless early on, and uh, Fearless is super important, even on a, even on a two-key model, just being able to guarantee that it's going to have no effect. So you have yeah. something rampaging around like, you know, Rashka right. or whoever. Well, hmm, Rashka you could hold down. You're Fearless, you walk in. And then Rashka's got to get rid of you, or you're going to get rid of him. Yeah. But with Wraith, Wraith can just knob off. He doesn't care. Yes, but you you can actually threaten Wraith enough that he doesn't have a bajillion key to spend on slaughtering your Kaisoku. Yeah, 100%. Wraith is... Uh, yeah, him and Wraith having a punch-up would be uh, be interesting, because you both want to go lots in attack. Yeah. Which probably means that neither of you do. Um, uh, and that's actually... Actually, I, f- I find, f- f- just, just to digress slightly more on Wraith, the, the importance <laughs> of, of Fearless there is actually that when if Wraith goes in on you, you don't get frightened. Mm-hmm. Because the way, as Minotaur, you deal with Wraith is that you shoot him with your anchor. 
Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to give him the opportunity to maybe earn some key back. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah. Um, right. The other two, I think there's two more really interesting build choices that you can use for Minato. Uh, one is emulating his art and model and actually give him the eye patch. <laughs> yeah. It significantly reduces how useful the anchor is as a range attack. Yes. Um, I mean, you, you you might as well shoot it if you are if you have the option because you have no ammo and you have no reload. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've got nothing to lose other than activation, and if you are any positioning anyway. Yeah, but you're probably not hitting very much. Hmm. Yeah, plus two to the target number where you're starting at five. I mean, again, if you're shooting Wraith, then yeah. you're still rolling fives. Um, it's, not, it's not terrible, but but you've definitely relegated his range attack to uh, an opportunist thing. It's, it's also not worth noting he, he doesn't have lightweight on it. So Yes. I mean, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're probably going in needing sixes most of the time you're using it because of the range. Yeah. Okay, so... But yeah, you, you save four rice on him. Yeah. Suddenly he's offer. a 60, 16 rice model. Yeah. Which puts him in a completely different weight class. Hmm. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then yeah, he goes he... from the sort of the top end to the mid range and he outpunches pretty much everyone else at that price range. Yeah, and it also means you're not spending your key on circular strike at that point. So you're moving more into batter and smite. But yeah. I think if you're if you're doing that build, you're not putting him in his theme. I mean, okay, the tireless becomes even more valuable because you're definitely going to be getting into melee, I guess. Yeah. But but I just feel like you need more options then. Yeah, like I mean, you know, lure is the other beat stick in in that theme. I typically run both of them every time I put him on the field. Yeah, sure. Because just him is not quite enough. You need to be able to offer those two two threats. Yeah. Because there's not an awful lot else that you're actually doing within that theme. I mean, you can get the, the Miyakomo ladies, uh, obviously one of which we can't really uh, talk about too much at the moment because she hasn't been on the table yet. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, it's just a bunch of pirates. Yeah, a bunch of deckhands. So. And don't get me wrong, the, the profiles for their value, for their cost is really good, mm -hmm. but they're not threatening. <clears throat> no, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, like I say, UG in that theme, and I don't think you've generally run UG in that theme. No. Uh, but he's, I mean, he's pretty uh, solid, but yeah, he... he Buffs up the Kaizoku with commands to six inches. And you can also get order uh, Kaizoku three, eight inches. And he can also Give inspire out a model. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he can inspire a model. So he's the one who buffs the Kaizoku in that yes. uh, in that theme. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, I'd be struggling to think, like, do I take Lua or do I take Yuji? They, they completely change the way you build that. Yeah, uh, the, the, you the, play two that list, list. the two lists are very different. Yeah. Two beat sticks um, with just a bunch of uh, bodies, or you actually want those bodies to work for you, then you take Yuji, and only yeah. have one beat stick potentially. I mean, or I've been I've been running models. what? I've been running nine models in his list. Yeah. I think. 
that's the thing. If you're taking Yuji, Lua, and and Minato, you're you're going to be what six or maybe seven at a push. I haven't done the maths on it. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> yeah. picking numbers out of the air. I mean, if you stick a eye patch in, then of course uh, that opens things up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, however, said, the last you, yeah, you had a third build, didn't you? I have a third build, which is my preferred way of running him, which is uh, give him a vial of Rajin's breath. Yep. Because. Uh, a flying minotaur with circular strike is hilarious. Uh, I mean, it's it's once a game only, mm-hmm. but you basically get to position him wherever you like, so you can yeah. jump o- jump over the front line, circular strike potentially quite a lot of models, and then just stand there and go like, "What are you going to do about it?" Yes, yeah, so you, you can do that. You can do that turn two. It uh, costs you one key for Raijin's Breath and then three key for Circular Strike. You've got that mm-hmm. plus two movement and the Cloud Walk. You are going to be hitting on sixes uh, because you moved. Yes, with Brutal, so fives. Effectively, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't boost your range attack with him. No. But still, you know, just jumping into someone's back line and then swinging that around. And if you're tireless as well, you stand there and go, well, I'm going to keep this activation counter or marker. Oh yeah, until uh, until I choose to use it, and then you've got all your other models where you can start running down activations anyway. So he doesn't and actually end up exhausted until you've you know you've exhausted everyone else. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have the problem. Your opponent then has to, has to face the problem of oh, I have a Minotaur standing behind all my models. Yeah. What do you want to do about that? Yeah, I mean having a tireless model just right up in your face like when, when i've played against ninjas and they're running rin or uh oh, the other guy uh, or both of them who have tireless mm. you know once a ninja decides to commit if they're tireless they can just sort of stand there for quite a long time unless you've got decent range and they're not in cover which you, you know in which case they've committed suicide but yeah oh yeah it's always a, th- a thing you because you have to go and kill them or you have to let them kill what they want to kill yeah. That's the sort of the choice that you're provided with. Uh, I mean, you could try and ignore them, but if you ignore Minato behind your back line, <laughs> you, you're going to be in trouble. It will potentially go quite badly for you, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, because at that point, you're, you're letting him take his pick of whatever he wants to kill. And if you're really unlucky, it'll be, he'll be fighting a surprised and exhausted model. Yeah. Um. Which, which spoiler alert that'll go badly <laughs> so yeah that's a fun way to run him have you got uh, any other sort of cards which might be of interest uh, um, with him I mean there's a whole bunch of junk stuff that, that actually buffs him quite a lot yeah. uh, I mean as with almost anything in junk bounty is hilariously good with him because what he needs is yes. more dice and more damage <laughs> So yeah, bounty uh, after deployment, yeah. choose a unique enemy model that model gains death sentence marker. Yeah, I mean that's just never bad anyway. No, but with that, he's especially the range attack mm. becomes really terrifying because then you're rolling four dice with brutal one and plus two on the damage roll. Yeah. How about taunt? Yes, taunt can work. 
Um, to point, if you do it, you're relying on basically killing the enemy model because they've had to, uh, you know, forego most of their defense dice. Yes. You, but you, that which means you've got to be proactive. You can't make them aggressive and then let them move into combat with Minato. You have to so, make them aggressive, then he moves into contact with them. Yeah. I mean, I have... Uh, taunt, in theory, should work. I have never made it work for me. Well, it occurs to me that you could go, okay, uh, Minato, Vial of Rigen's Breath, Taunt. Oh, but then you can't take the eye patch because the eye patch is equipment, I think. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. It is. Uh, so you can't take the eye patch and Vial of Rigen's Breath. Mm. No, that's why that's why those two builds are mutually exclusive. Um, it's one or the other. I was thinking like flying, charging Minato doesn't care about <laughs> his anchor anymore. And he's just going to make you aggressive and hit you in the face. Yeah. I, I mean, Taunt works with him the same way it works with any of the big hitters in Jung. Yeah. Uh, um, 20 Rice, yeah, he's the one who's going to have it, isn't he? So. I just have incredibly bad luck with it. Sure. I have virtually never made it actually stick. So I've, sort of stopped, I've stopped using it because yeah. it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> um, so what do we uh, what do we see as his weaknesses then? Um, what, do you, what do you fear people doing against him? Uh, actually, sh if you can shoot him, he really he doesn't actually, for someone who wants to do that much fighting. He really doesn't want to be hit. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah, shoot shoot the guy. He's got no defense against it other than all his wounds. Um, yeah. I mean, so the... obviously that makes Arashi's fan another option. Uh, I think also if you take Squall, is it Squall? Yes. Um, you which, could... uh, yeah, you make range attacks harder to do. So you play that turn two, which allows him to do his thing without too much worry of getting shot. You can also take, what is Toro? Is that the name? Uh, hmm? one second. Who? Toro. Ta Tauru. Tauru is the, is the Tauru. guy. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who provides an interesting take on ranged defense. Hmm. I mean, without even going into Tauru, like you, all the Kaisoku that you'll be taking in that list, as long as one of them has a zone of control over the line drawn between Minato and the model trying to shoot him, you're mm. going to chuck a Kaizoku in the way. Yeah. Pretty much every time. Yeah, because it's, it's just not... Um, an, a really interesting uh, counter to him is Counter-Strike Defense. Sure, yeah. That can go really badly wrong for you. Well, the nice thing about Counter-Strike Defense always is that you're still defending, so it's safe. But if yeah. Minato fluffs his attack... He's in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So, but I mean, he's somewhat helped by being fundamentally just a very straightforward model. Yeah. But I mean, any anything you can do to hamper that, um, he is key too. But he's not actually that well protected against opposing key tests. Yeah, absolutely. That's I probably definitely, definitely see sticking some poison on him with uh, with Ito. I mean, the, the hor horrifying thing is if someone starts controlling him. <laughs> that's that's just going to go really bad for you. Yeah, that, I can see that being upsetting. 
Um, so, I mean, uh, then if you talk about like poison is a problem for him, control is a problem for him. Well, Miyakomo Asami is the one who can deal with that. She's 14 rice, so she's a bit yes. of a chunk, chunk in the list. And I know you don't tend to run her, but she uh, she becomes a good option for just like getting rid of that stuff uh, on him. But then you're really doubling down on him at that point, And, you know, we're not going to go into exactly what she does yeah and and that's sort of the problem every time you want to go like oh you can help him with this i mean that's that that's correct but he you you the more you focus the list on him the more he has to do yeah and while he is a very good combat model he's just a very good combat model yeah and if you get stuck in a combat with a model who's got decent release skill but uh some defensive stuff um yeah. You can just bog him down. He's not got a way of getting out without winning an attack roll. Yeah, he, yeah, he has to either do push or slams to get away. Yeah. So yeah, you you can tarp hit him, but you're brave. Um, <laughs> uh... You can you can shoot him, and obviously there are a couple of uh, options there. That's the thing that Jung can't really defend against are those opposed key tests. Yeah, they could they can mop up with Asami afterwards. But, uh, yeah, they can't actually just sort of stop them happening in the same way as they can with ranged attacks. And, like, Asami will then also be very positional dependent and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so, I mean, opposed key test is his obvious weakness. Yeah. Or any... Just like with, with, with a lot of the big beaters, anytime you can apply debuffs that doesn't involve fighting them. Yeah. Like, if you can blind him, it's especially hilarious against him because then he has no line of sight. Well, this is the thing. If I think about Maito, uh, Nayako is going to be a problem for him because uh, you just spit at him and then uh, go about her business. Uh, and really yeah, shuts, and, shuts and, him down. And, and if he's blind, most of his fun stuff goes away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he still can hit people in combat, but he can't charge. Uh, makes it, it makes it easier to surprise him. And he can't throw his anchor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the obvious. Because he can't see. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, of course, the other thing you can actually do to counter him is good range defense. Yeah. Like, if you can frustrate his attack, unless it's the eye patch version, um, it actually substantially reduces his output. Yeah, and it, like if you could do what I tried to do but didn't really think about the distances involved, you can screen your valuable models from that anchor attack. Yes. I mean, for one activation, because they're probably going to die. Those That screen is probably going to die. But then, you know, he can only circular strike once per turn. His second uh, throw of the anchor is probably going to be needing a seven because he will have made a ranged attack and he'll probably need to move. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a sustainable way to to deal with that ranged attack, but it is you know if you no, really you're, need to you're, prevent it to two three. You're, yeah, you you can you can prevent specific range attacks against specific models if you are clever with your positioning. Yeah. Um, it's also worth pointing out he only has a seven inch range. Yes, he can't so, buff his movement, and yeah, he's just fixed range of three. So it, it's fairly, like at the beginning of the turn, it can be fairly predictable who, who do you think he's going to take a shot at. 
Yeah. Just looking at what RON in access you have, you, you haven't got anything which gives you any movement buffs there. So no, and yeah. no, okay. uh, Jung doesn't really do movement buffs. They do movement debuffs. Yes, a lot of movement debuffs. I can make you really slow. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, cool. I think um, that probably probably covers him largely. Yeah, I mean he's he's a fundamentally simple model. Hmm. Um, but I actually think he provides quite a lot to a jung list because there's not that many most of their models are cheap or mid-range it's one of the yeah, features I, of them. I, I think i mean i don't entirely agree like, I, I think the way that you see minute uh, uh, jung run most successfully uh, you have a lot of cheap models and then a couple of really pricey models who are going to punch you in the face yes they, they've, they've got minato they've got lua they've got uh tetsuso and yeah they do have the middle the middle models you, you are right but uh the, the way i see them most successfully run is using oh, yeah. that, that extremes uh i'm looking forward to like there are a few more jung models coming out um over the course of the next year and i'm looking forward to those perhaps mixing that up a little bit Oh, that's that's definitely some upcoming junk models I'm looking forward to play. Yeah, yeah, I think people have seen a couple of them. They've seen uh, Miyakomo uh, and the name? shark. Uh, Miyakomo Kora, and they've seen uh, Hitakuchi. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hitakuchi is a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely options, but especially for his list, because you are likely to run him in theme, I th I feel. Yeah. he's. I think, for my money, he's the captain who most benefits from being in his own theme. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, to engage in that as a conversation, I'd have to go and read the other captains and the other themes, which is not what this episode's about, so I won't. No, uh, no, no. And it obviously I mean, makes great content if I go and just read stuff for five minutes. Yeah, so. and I mean, it, it comes back to the whole, he's ultimately quite selfish. Most of yeah. his stuff is about him. Yeah, 100%. I, th I think I think that works with like what he what he looks like he is you know like he's the, he's the big man on the docks who goes yeah. around bullying people and you know it's not really about having a crew he doesn't need a crew he's got a bunch of thugs that he can just pressure into doing his dirty work and stuff That's, yeah yeah he's yeah. he's he's less he's actually less of a pirate and more like a mob boss yeah so. Um... Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that uh, that wraps that up. Uh, we, uh, I think I, I asked on uh, on Facebook if people were interested in in this format and and more episodes, and the feedback seems to generally be like, yeah, more of these, please. Uh, and at the moment, given everything that's going on with uh, you know uh, social distancing and all that sort of stuff, it just these are easier for us to record. Uh, so yes. we will continue doing this. What we're going to try to do is not not double up on factions until we've gone round once. So we have covered Ito, Cult, and now Jun, one model yes. each. So we will pick a new faction, 
Um, and maybe at some point we'll start asking people, you know, which model from the faction we're going to do next would you like to see? And, and, uh, for now, we're going to start going, we're just going to continue going with ones which we, uh, which we know a little bit. Keep the homework to a minimum. Well, and I mean, so far we've been doing like the top end. Yes. Some of the really big, scary models, which I think works quite well. Yeah, what have Which we done? A, a 25 to start? And then uh, what's Wraith? Is he 20 or 22? I can't remember. Or I thought, was, I thought he was 25. Was he? Okay, man, look something up on the internet. Internet loads. The Wraith. 25. 25. Yes, we've done 25, 25, 20. Oh, we've broken the theme all. Yeah, I've, I've, I would have gone for a, a 25 Rice um, Jung model, except there aren't any. That is interesting, isn't it? Because I think of them having those big expensive models, but actually they don't go into the top end. The top no. end is like your 20, 24 to 28, I guess. Yeah, there are three 20 rice models, but that's as expensive as Jung gets at the moment. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so perhaps when we keep going through this, we'll stay at this sort of level, anything 20 and up. And then, yeah. uh, and then for the next one, we'll pick pick a different part of the spectrum that we want to go for whether that be rice or whether it be let's look at you know buffing models for a, for a for a series or something we'll see what yeah. happens something like that yeah okay cool well thanks for listening and uh we will talk at you again soon bye 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 Find Robot Dice Explosion at robotdiceexplosion.com, at RDE underscore podcast at Twitter, and Robot Dice Explosion on Facebook.